All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you this Friday, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, what a week this has been. And, and like, I, I like would have been, like, the, the person that would, I want a Trump subpoenaed because I, I, as the four person, I'd be the person, like, that got to swear him in, and it would have been so cool. I would have really loved that. I can't wait to to read uh, what is coming probably sometime next week. There's going to be blistering legal documents that are sent to the judge in this case. Uh, it is not complicated. The laws that govern the grand jury in the state of Georgia are clear. The oath you take as a grand juror uh, that you, quote, shall keep the deliberations of the grand jury secret. <laughs> I would love to, like, have, you know, sworn him in. I, like, really liked, like, Lindsey Graham. He was, like, really nice and uh, totally believable. And and Rudy Giuliani, I know, like, he didn't want to be there, but, like, then he started talking, and, and I saw a different side of him and everything, and all these people are going to be indicted. I'd be really disappointed if they're not indicted in some way. Uh, this is not going to stand. Uh, do not discuss cases with your fellow jurors or anyone else outside the jury room. I would assume that would include not having ice cream parties with the prosecutors in the prosecutor's office, which apparently this grand jury had, according to the grand jury foreperson. You know, you can't make this up. What, what a week this has been. By the way, will somebody buy Donald Trump even had a pair of boots on? I've known Donald Trump for years. I don't remember Donald Trump ever being in boots before, but he had enough sense when he went to East Palestine. Didn't he have boots on? He had boots on, right? I saw the pictures. Mayor Pete, didn't he have dress shoes on? <laughs> Why are you wearing dress shoes? By the way, you could barely get me in dress shoes ever. I didn't even want to wear them for my nephew's, my godson's wedding. I didn't want to, I didn't want to wear that, and I didn't want to wear that stupid tuxedo he made me wear. Uh... Long story short, but I had to go. My sister would have had my neck if I didn't show up. And then it, it was the most inconvenient wedding of all time. I mean, it took an hour and a half to get from location A to location B to location C to location D. I like people that get married in one place. They have the ceremony, and then you go right to the bar and you get a drink. And then you, you sit down and you Gently eat dinner. Gently push back on that and say you like people that get married and don't invite you. I would prefer people never invite me <laughs> like, to, to a uh, wedding. You know, I I have no problem saying no to weddings. I now offer money instead. I'd rather give a big check. I offer people. I say, you want a big, I'll give you a really big gift. And, but if I don't go, 90, 95% of people take the check. You happen to be on the list of people that said, no, I'd rather you show. And I'm like, no, I'm going to up the amount. I'm going to get so high if I have to. I'm getting I'm getting out of any wedding, future I'll wedding you may mortgage, have. pay your mortgage, please. Yeah, well, I'll just, I'll buy you the house for I'm crying out loud. You. I'm begging, begging you. you. Um, you know, I'm getting very worried about the poor people in East Palestine. I don't trust the government. I don't trust what they're telling the people of East Palestine. Now, we have new figures that were released by Ohio officials uh, that just came out that the East Palestine train disaster has had an, a far more devastating impact on local wildlife than we originally thought. Now, we did see the pictures of, of dead fish. We did see pictures of dead chickens and, and I don't know if they're roosters, whatever the hell they are. We did see pictures of dead foxes. And we know that people were reporting 
that they were sick because of this controlled chemical burn. Now the Ohio Department of Natural Resources is estimating 43,000 fish and other aquatic animals have died as a result of this train disaster, you know, that took three weeks for, you know, Pothole Pete to show up at. Anyway, the Ohio Department of Natural Resources director announced that 38,222 minnows, 5,550 other aquatic animals, small fish, crayfish, amphibians were killed in a five-mile span of waterway from the derailment site. Uh, Quote, although the dead aquatic species still remain in the impact of waterways, the entire... The entirely uh, of the impact of the aquatic life is believed to have occurred in the first 24 hours after the derailment. Okay, I'm not buying that the water is safe. I'm not buying that the air is safe. You know, Christy Todd Whitman told everybody that Ground Zero's air was safe, and there are still people suffering the the impact of 9/11 related illnesses, um, and many people in the process have died as a result of that. Look, I can speak from my own experience. I knew damn well when I was broadcasting down at Ground Zero after 9-11 for weeks on end, it was snowing. It wasn't snowing real snow. It was snowing dust and debris. And I would be overlooking, outside overlooking Ground Zero when I was doing, at the time, Hannity and Combs. And it was like, it was like we were sitting in a snowstorm of dust. And it went on for weeks and weeks and weeks. And we weren't down there for, you know, 12, 14 hours a day in the middle of that debris without the proper masking or the proper respirators that those guys needed. But yet they were being told it's safe. Similarly, I'm not going to believe, especially after COVID, I'm not going to believe the word of any government official when you tell me that the air is clean and the water is clean in East Palestine I don't believe it at all. Now, if there is a group of scientists that go in independently and care about the people that want to get back to their homes, which, by the way, I'm sure all of them do. Uh, I'm sure the financial burden on these families is is unprecedented. And I would think that this should have immediately been declared a disaster area. It wasn't. But you're not going to convince me that the air and the water in East Palestine is clean right now. And I'm not telling people what to do. I am telling you, I don't believe them. You can believe the people all you want, but I'm not trusting them. I'm not believing them. And until there is a credible, independent environmental study, impact study that I find believable, I'm, I'm not trusting what these people are saying because it's so easy. It's too difficult. They got to build housing and and temporary housing for all the residents that have been displaced in the area. How far out, you know, are areas impacted? Did it go deep into Pennsylvania? Did it impact the water in the air in in Pennsylvania City? Because it's right on the border. We don't know. I'm just sick and tired of people just, you know, mindlessly believing government officials. I don't believe any of them. And they've been way too slow to act. And and that just pisses me off even further. Um, I've been holding this economic news for most of the week. And none of it is good. It's all bad, and I'm only telling you, my audience, because I want you to be prepared uh, for the absolute worst here because a lot of the predictions I'm seeing and the numbers I'm seeing are downright scary. Uh, Steve Moore wrote a great piece in the New York Post. It was there yesterday. 
I mean, he's pointing out that Joe Biden has added nearly $7 trillion now to the debt. And if you look at the projections by the Congressional Bu Budget Office, you know, it's we're, we're now projected to go to $50 trillion in debt. That would make us make this economy in the end unsustainable. We got other bad news. The Federal Reserve's preferred in inflation gauge rose last month at its fastest pace since June, which is an alarming sign that price pressures remain entrenched in the U.S. economy. That could lead the Fed to keep raising interest rates well into this year. Uh, it means that those that have been predicting a recession are more likely going to be proven right than wrong. Uh, we now have people are saving. Growing number of Americans are struggling to put away any money for an emergency because of high inflation and climbing interest rates. Uh, more than a third of respondents are saying that last month they have more credit card debt than emergency savings. That's not good. That's two-thirds of our fellow Americans. That's unsustainable. The U.S. housing market, I told you months and months before it happened what was going to happen, has now seen a $2.3 trillion drop in value which is now the biggest since 2008. What did I say would happen? I said eventually new home construction would come to a screeching halt. I said that sale of pre-existing homes, that too would come to a screeching halt. Then I said uh, sell, then I pointed out with interest rates, nobody's going nobody's gonna to move. And home values are going to de deteriorate, at least on paper, at least for now, until we get out of the economic mess that we're in. Um, by the way, if you take a federal government internship, they pay fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year for student trainees. Can you believe that? You know that that's about the cost of of any professional. The three major signs that inflation is getting worse: the per, the personal consumption expenditures price index, which is the federal government's preferred measure of inflation accelerated again last month, rising at a higher than expected level of 5.4%. The consumer price index increased more than expected and accelerated from last month. And the producer price index accelerated from last month and rose more than expected. That's all bad news for the American economy. And when it comes to j debt in general, Joe Biden is the $7 trillion man and nobody's holding him accountable you know, how are we going to eventually pay this back? It seems like online hiring is cooling. Jo the job market is beginning to cool, which, by the way, was something Lawrence Summers suggested might be necessary if we want to get a hold of the inflation problems that we have. Uh, the popular artificial intelligence bot called ChatGPT, they were forced to admit that global warming has flattened in recent years. Well, maybe they can stop the the impact of the economy on New Green Deal socialism. And maybe we can go back to instead of importing three million barrels of oil from Venezuela, which we're now doing because of Biden, uh, maybe we can produce it domestically. Uh, but Biden inflation is here to stay. I mean, the deficit is set to hit one point four trillion this year alone on top of the seven trillion. Biden has already taken on a new debt. Uh, but all of this is is not good for the American consumer. National debt under Joe Biden is on course to double in 10 years, according to the Congressional Budget Office. Anyway, they updated their budget and economic outlook for the decade ahead, projecting the federal budget deficit will average around two trillion a year over the next 10 years. This is why Republicans need to use the leverage they have with the majority in the House 
and get some type of spending restraints on the federal government if they want the debt increased. I would not do that and get nothing out of it. U.S. existing home sales declined in January, a record 37% year over year. I mean, you, you can't get a worse economic report than what we have out here. Household debt has now skyrocketed to the highest level since the 2008 financial crisis. Americans drowning in credit card debt because of Biden inflation, and it is depleting people's savings. And now people have tapped into their 401ks and their pension plans, and they're taking a big financial tax hit as a result. Uh, The Biden inflation nightmare is costing retirees a full 10 percent of their savings in 2022. I mean, none of this is sustainable. You know, how do you feel about a 50 trillion dollar debt? Because that's where we're headed by 2023, according to the estimates. And Kamala Harris is claiming that Biden has reduced heating and electric bills uh, when, in fact, electricity is up 12 percent. Fuel costs are up 28 percent. And natural gas is up 27% year over year. So none of that is true. And now Americans, as a result, are emptying out their emergency funds and putting their, you know, putting their debt on credit cards. Morgan Stanley is warning the stock market has entered the death zone. If that doesn't scare you, I don't know what will. Uh, Walmart says they have a lot of trepidation about the economy. If Walmart is struggling Let me tell you, that's the place where people go when they have less money to buy things. And if they're not going to Walmart, that's that's a sign that things are getting bad. And then I told you about Lawrence Summers predicting that the U.S. economy is headed for a crash, a collision or a crash, depending on which words you want. He said when the brakes don't get much traction, two things happen. You can be moving too fast. That's the inflation pressure. Or you can be setting yourself up for a collision or a crash down the road. Both of those things, I believe, are real risks in this economic environment. And meanwhile, military families are being told by the Biden administration yet again to rely on food pantries and food stamps and sign up for government assistance. Why don't they pay him enough money? You have one one Michael Wilson, chief equity uh, strategist at Morgan Stanley, says U.S. stocks are in what is called a death zone and is predicting a 26% decline. Listen, I don't play the market. I don't advise that you play the market. But I'm telling you, this information, put this in your head and realize this is real and it's going to impact every American family over time. Now, with that said, one way to save money and not sacrifice service is making the switch to my cell phone company and leaving behind Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile Average family saving close to $1,000 a year. Many families saving so much more. You get the exact same cell towers and 5G uh, service as the big carriers. Right now, you can get unlimited talk, text, and blazing fast data, and it's only 30 bucks a month. They're so confident you're going to love this service. They have a 100% money-back guarantee. There's no contract to sign. And uh, the good part is uh, they have the best uh, customer service on the market, and it's a veteran-owned company. Anyway, for the exact same service, you're saving a fortune. Just dial pound 250. Say the keyword save now. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. That's pound 250. Keyword save now from Pure Talk, Simply Smarter Wireless.